Hey everyone, welcome to September. I hope you all had an okay August. I don't think I uploaded one episode in all of August. Um, I was meaning to, and every time I was about to, I got interrupted and was just off doing something else and just kept like forgetting and not like coming back here. Um, just wasn't really like extremely drawn. And um, today is one of those days where I was like, you know what? No, it's time. It's time to make another podcast episode. It's a brand new month. It's the first of the month. Well, now technically it's the second now that I'm recording this. um, Because it's late in the evening, early morning right now. Um, Yeah, and I'm just getting excited for the fall. um, Buying fall decorations, Halloween decorations. I decided that I'm going to be decorating for the fall starting September 1st and then for Halloween after my birthday, after the 18th. So that's the plan, Stan, because I like to, you know, celebrate for more than just like two weeks. Like if you're going to put up decorations, like just put them up for a whole entire month and at and hopefully two months, which is what Christmas is now. Like, the minute November 1st hits, it's Christmas. And I decorate for Christmas. There's Christmas music, Christmas movies, and I celebrate for two whole months. Because especially the older you get, the faster things go by. And why not let yourself celebrate and enjoy it longer? You actually feel satisfied and you actually feel like you experienced everything you want to experience. And you enjoyed it as much as you felt you needed to enjoy it and there's nothing wrong with that i'm noticing more and more people are starting to decorate earlier and i think that might be part of it i know it's a part of part of it for me i think it's silly to like i remember when i was a kid we would decorate like the week of or like two weeks prior for christmas and my dad was like oh it's not christmas yet and i'm like okay whatever (laughs) i think our, our generation is just completely different and i i'm I'm here for it. I want to be celebrating. I want to be enjoying the lights. I want to be enjoying the decorations for as long as possible. And it's like, it's not just for one day. The The day of is the day we have the biggest celebration, right? That's just the way I roll. So you're not alone if you do too. Sorry if I sound really like stuffy. I am more stuffier than I normally am. Even though I'm taking allergy medication, I have to try to find something else because it's starting to not work anymore. Um, so we're working on that. <laughs> There's been a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot going on in the skies. Um, we just went through a hurricane scare here in Sarasota, but it did hit pretty bad up further up north, um, past Cedar Key. It affected like St. Petersburg and Tampa and Cedar Key very badly, especially not, not those areas, but Cedar Key very badly and up north very badly, mostly because of the floods, not the winds. Um, as much and that was overwhelming and scary as it was coming up and we didn't know what was going to happen but um, because of Ian you know like most of us were like not super nervous until Ian happened on the west coast and those of us on the west coast are now kind of like oh well maybe you know you never know and yeah, my first hurricane, I wasn't even here for it because I ended up evacuating because everyone was just like, you know, even locals were nervous about it. So 
I just thought it'd be better safe than sorry and low-key just wanted an excuse to go for a road trip and go hang out in the mountains for a little bit. So that's that's what that was about. And last year was the first time I ever hunkered down for a hurricane and, and went through one. Um, and this year we just got some like tropicals under storms, but like very light, nothing big, no big deal at all. Like nothing even got like flung over. Um, so thank God we were okay. And, you know, my area was totally fine. The, the, the islands and the coast got a little flooded, but nothing severe and we're all okay. And we're just sending prayers to everybody further up north that got more effect, effect, afflicted, affected, afflicted by the hurricane. And, you know, not just in Florida, but in Georgia and up the coast. And now there's one, there's a hurricane supposedly forming that's supposed to go up the East Coast or what's happening now? I know Frank is supposed to, like, be a fish hurricane, fish tornado. He's not going to supposed, he's not supposed to hit land, but it's just supposed to do, like, rope ties or something. And I guess there's one, like, in the Gulf now that's supposed to go west. Anyway, enough about hurricanes. Um, praying for everybody. You're going to be fine. And don't worry about it. Um, don't listen to conspiracy theories when it comes to these things. Find your tried and true local news stations that aren't like dr- drama queens and will actually, you know that you can trust. We have one here in um from Tampa that everyone's like, just listen to just listen to Mike Phillips. I think his name is Mike Phillips. It's Phillips something. And I was like, okay. So that's what I did and it you know, no biggie. He was really down to earth and spoke the truth and he said because everyone's like, Oh my god, it's gonna be like Ian. It's gonna switch up last minute and he's like, No, it's not. It's not the same storm completely different wind pattern it's not capable of switching last minute and it's not going to be any much more than a category three maybe a four which is still a lot but you know people were trying to say it was going to be like a category six which is not even existent and then they were trying to say that it was going to turn back around and hit us again which has also never happened and wasn't going to happen there's like a slight maybe possibility and everyone's already like screaming about it like the airplane lady Y'all, I haven't even talked to y'all since the airplane lady happened. Oh, my God. It's been a minute. It's been... Wait, have I talked to you guys since the airplane lady? I'm starting to talk to her. I am telling you right now. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a lot of... It's a farce. It's a lot of crap. Um, have you seen, like, the footage of, like, the fact that she had... She's, like, a, a crisis actor. Yeah. And then TMZ dug out this random lady and, like, dressed her up exactly like she was dressed in the video. And we're, like, interviewing her. <sighs> so embarrassing. So embarrassante. Of course she disappeared because she's a crisis actor. She's a crisis actor. Plus, there's footage of her talking to personnel at the airport. They were escorting her out of the airport afterwards. Like, she didn't fucking disappear. She didn't disappear. She's not a real persona. She's an actress. That's that is why. That is why she's a crisis actress. Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to get annoyed. It just needs a breathe. Breathe. How are y'all doing? Are you excited for September? 
who here is a Virgo, like a man, I'm a Virgo stellium um, in Western, you know, we're lots of things, we have lots of different charts, but in Western, I'm a, I'm a Virgo stellium, Sun, Mars, and Mercury, um, but my Mars is in the first house in Placidus, and my Mercury and my Sun are in the second house, and Mars is conjunct my Mercury. That is why I tend to talk very fast, because my brain works very fast, and my handwriting is horrid. I also typo like it's my job. I wish I would get paid for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> so it's Virgo season. And your girl's back. She has risen. And there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. We just had blue moon, full moon in Pisces. It was conjunct Saturn. Uh, for some of y'all, it must have been pretty painful. I didn't experience too much of rockiness. I was, like, strangely in a really good place mentally and emotionally during this whole hurricane situation and leading up to the full moon. And the day after the full moon is when I started to feel a little bit wonky and a little bit off. And, you know, Uranus, when it when it went to retrograde is when I started to feel bad for me personally. Um, because it's sitting up on my north node and it's opposing my moon and Saturn. And so that's not fun. It's just constantly kind of reminding me of my Saturn return um, a bit. And like the trauma that happened during that time was kind of resurfacing. So like crisis of faith, uh, stuff like that is a little bit, a little bit up for me more than normal, but not nearly as bad as last year. Thank God that was a nightmare. Last year was a nightmare and a half. The past Three years up until, like, this spring were horrid um, for me. Like, off and on, but mostly horrid. And that's because it was that Saturn maturation time. And if you watch too much TikTok and all the TikTok readers and all the social media readers that are like, people are putting curses on you. People are attacking you. People don't like you. People want to hurt you. You people are going through their karma right now because they did something. Yada, yada. <laughs> That's reminding me of like the water boy. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. I'm sounding like the plain lady again. Anyway. <laughs> My guides are laughing at me. And it's funny that I, I sensed that just now. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm being really spicy lately more than normal and they know what I'm talking about <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> um, I invite everyone to view things from a higher perspective from the highest perspective possible which is stepping out of the possibility of anyone ever trying to hex you or harm you or do anything like that on purpose but to focus fully and solely on the fact that you are here to learn and grow. Because the minute you take that like acknowledgement and perspective, no matter the situation and no matter where it's coming from or what, why it happened, you are always on the up and up. 
you're always on the up and up and you always have the upper hand when you treat life as a lesson and a learning experience of growth. You you treat life that way, you you elevate into the phoenix, right? This is like transformation in life and the dark parts of life. How do we handle the dark parts of life? How do you become a phoenix as a Scorpio or when we're talking about Scorpionic things? You make lemonade out of lemons. You don't sit around and <laughs> you know, bicker and become resentful and like try to retaliate, which some, uh, some of us, you know, most of the time we, we don't, we try to retaliate. We don't try to do anything purposefully to hurt anyone for the most part. Um, sometimes people need a taste of their own medicine and at certain given points, there's a time and place for everything. It doesn't mean you should be doing any curses or any, anything like that. But, you know, just like slapping and clapping back. Just, you know, clap back. Clapping back is always welcome. Clapping back <laughs> is always welcome because turning the other cheek is not always the answer. And you'll know when that's the case, right? There's only so much you can, you know, take the upper road until you have to come back down and smack a bitch. You know? And then you'll know when that time is where you've time and time again taken the upper road until you had to crawl back down into the little hole where that little demon lives and smack the shit out of it. So it fucking leaves you alone. It knows, knows who it's messing with. And then climb back up into your little spot and keep, keep it moving. Right? But until then, we turn the other cheek as best we can. Sometimes people don't know their bullshit until you feed it to them. And sometimes you just have to feed them their own bullshit. You know? <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, that's the truth. That's the truth. And then you have to recognize when you have to stop and draw the line and say, okay, enough is enough. I, I said what I said. I did what I did. And now I choose to release it and let go and let God. Because the more you hold on to that anger and resentment, the more it's going to drag you down and make you feel like shit. And nobody wants that. And you don't deserve that. And, and nobody deserves to be like hounded on in any direction. So say your piece. Say your piece. Express your feelings. Do whatever it is you need to do. And try to be, you know, <laughs> try not to be a psycho. Try not to do anything like crazy. Just speak your piece. Say whatever it is you need to say. Express whatever it is you need to express and move on. Let it go. Set the intention to move on and let go. You know, where Venus is about to go direct. And a lot of us are coming to a conclusion point where we're just so beyond fed up with whatever we're, whatever we are brought back into during the Venus retrograde that, you know, you're just, you're ready to pop off. <laughs> you're ready to pop off and you're ready to swing arms and you're just beyond over and done with it. So let yourself be that way. Do and act, act it out in the best way possible without, you know, like just being stupid and doing something you'll regret and something that you don't need to be doing because you need to, you know, don't lower yourself too much and too far. Um, but you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Venus is going to go direct on the 3rd, which is tomorrow. 
and then it's gonna be a shadow. So, but when it goes direct, it's gonna sh it's gonna bring up something really big. Usually, with planet goes direct and leading up to the direct, it's bringing up a big bang, and then it comes back down again, and then it goes back up again. We talked about this before. Anyway, I will be right back. We're gonna do a little pause, a little bit of a break, a little bit of intermission. It's enough about Venus retrograde, Mercury's in retrograde. There's a retrograde extravaganza. But the most important thing I want to talk about is the number of the month. Remind you of things we can do to help ourselves through this number. And, and we're going to talk about a new form of numerology that I just came across that I'm enjoying and understanding it and moving through it with my own intuition and, you know, kind of rediscovering it and um, analyzing it through my own inner guidance and experiences. And I want to share that with you. So we're going to do that next. Listen, listen, listen here, listen here. It's been a while. I know the date I was supposed to finish this episode and I started on this, this episode is long gone. And here we are. And you're my shining star. And I don't know what else to tell you. Because it is just, you know, we're here and that's it. Um, it's been a while and we're not going to quit. And basically, the biggest thing that's going through and coming through as far as like astrological, overall weather, <laughs> especially today after it being like one of the worst Mercury retrograde days um, up until like midnight. <laughs> or like just before midnight um you know it just really made me go into when the fuck is this thing over and I marked it all on my calendar that's how bad it's been um <laughs> it's <laughs> I've I've got it on lock it's on my calendar I'm ready I'm ready for this bitch to be over I need some coffee hold on Who's with me? Are you ready? Are you ready for this fucking Mercury retrograde to be over? Guess what? Shadows are a thing. And shadows are just as intense. Same thing, not just with Mercury, but with every single freaking planet. And Venus is still in shadow. And so we're not really going to see a huge shift. The shift that I've been talking about. Um, that, was, that was saying like about the fifth month. We're not really going to see the fruits of that. We're not going to really see the full extent of it until October 11th. That is an eight month and that is the 11th day of that month, which is 11 is a bridge. It's a bridging number. It's a, it's a transi transitory number, um, transcendence. And it just came through really big for me. Not, not just because of that, but, but because it's three days out of Mercury retrograde and it's three days out of Venus retrograde and plus, plus three days plus, you know, three days at the very least it hits that mark just so right there and so just with that alone I can tell that it's a really transitory time it's a huge portal it's a shifting moment in time where we're actually going to find and feel and see the effects of all of the lessons and karmic things we've been going through this summer which by by the way has been intense 
And for some people, it has been very negatively intense. For some of us, it just has been intense camping and and we've been making s'mores. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, if not a lot of the time, maybe. I don't know what kind of mattress you're sleeping on. I don't know what kind of, I don't know, I don't know what kind of sleeping bag you got at Sears. You know, I don't, I don't know your business. I don't know your life. But it's been intense. We've been intense. So, and it's not going to transition out completely until like the 11th. That's really going to start to see like things trickling in and things becoming clearer and not as confusing and so on and so forth. Um, Some of us met pretty big time soulmates on the day of Venus direct and that could be confusing because Mercury is still retrograded and Venus is still in shadow so there's a a a period in time where you met someone really significant but things are still very confusing and up in the air and possible issues with miscommunication and all sorts of things. But I just want to remind you that nothing is in vain. And soulmates always come with lessons. People think that soulmates are like, oh, and then and then nothing ever happened again. Everything was peachy keen and no problems, no issues. No, if you want a soulmate, if you're asking for a soulmate, you're also asking for things you're going to need to be learning and growing from. Soulmates come with baggage. You know that motherfucker from a past life. They're coming with baggage and they're coming to teach you something. That's why they're here. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. So to varying extents, right? Pray about it. Pray over it. The more you pray about it, the more you pray over it, the better. Um, you know, especially if you have Chiron in your ninth house right now, because Chiron is an Aries, so it's Leo Rising's are really learning to have faith right now and have been dealing off and on with faith crisis. Welcome to my world. I have my North Node in the ninth house opposing Saturn. Saturn's in Pisces right now. You guys are feeling a little bit of what I what my Saturn return was. <laughs> Some of y'all. Uh, that was a fucking fun time. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. But yeah, anyway, um, October 11th, eight months. 11th day, 8 is success and karma, 11 is like a bridge, a transition, a doorway, uh, a portal, and it is exactly within at least three days from when Venus and Mercury are out of shadow. So we are in the complete clear when it comes to most of the inner planets, I believe, I don't know, is Mars, what is, I haven't even looked at Mars is Mars? When is Mars? Where is Mars? What's going on Mars? But as far as like Venus and Mercury go, that's when we're going to be in the clear with that. So yeah, hold on to your horses and just breathe and take care of yourself and pray. Like I always say, because prayer is so very helpful and it's so very important. And the more you pray and the more you ask for help from your divine guides and angels, the more you build that bond and connection, the more they're able to assist you and the stronger you build your faith and fate, <laughs> the more they're able to intervene and keep you serene, keep you in a in your highest 
state of consciousness, right? If you did meet a significant soulmate during this time, you might be like discombobulated, but you don't need to be discombobulated. Pray about it. Pray about it. Every time I have any kind of confusion, whatever confusion is not really meant to be there or has to be there, it goes away when I pray, you know? Um, So that just goes to show if you want to see past the veil of the storm, God will show it to you for as long as you need to. If you're allowed to see beyond the storm veil, you know, the truth of the situation, if you're concerned, you know, it's not easy to be swinging from one tree to another, especially after a very intense karmic connection. Let me tell you, let me tell you. In Destiny Matrix, which is the numerological um, system that I was going to talk to you guys about, my previous soulmates were 15s with me, and that's the devil card. And swinging from a devil card connection (laughs) to a new intense soulmate connection is very overwhelming, and it can really make you feel crazy because you're like, holy shit, I do not want to go through that again. I do not want to go through that. And you might be projecting just so many things, so many things from that just because it just fucking happened. It just fucking happened. So give yourself time and pray about it um, and pray over the situation. Uh, Pray for God to give you clarity. Just relax and try not to stress about it. Um, Anyway, that's, you know... As far as like weather goes, that's the biggest thing I have to tell you right now that I want to talk about right now in this very given episode. Next, we're going to be talking about uh, Destiny Matrix. Um, so I'm going to dig into that a little bit for this episode. And then, yeah, I'm going to be coming back a lot more often now. So, yeah, there was a huge hiatus and then another hiatus <laughs> after I thought I was like back. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Des- Destiny Matrix now. Because that has been really fun. And of course, it's not perfect. But, you know, we dive into it. We explore it. We pitch it up and pin it up against all other divination tools and find the truth and explore it. Because, you know, it's good to explore, to know more. That's my new motto. We're getting t-shirts, merch, baby, merch. Destiny Matrix and the Matrix of Destiny is a relatively fairly new um, divination system, quite like Jinkies. I don't really know which one is younger, um, but they're both relatively young compared to everything that I'm aware of at this point. I'm sure there's there's more. Um, but this one is solely based on numerology and then um it uses the the tarot uh arcana (sighs) so like the numbers of the arcana cards from tarot and um it is very helpful it is very informative um it gives you a whole new perspective and it doesn't um you know take anything away just kind of like adds to which you already know, especially if you have looked in further to your charts, other than just like Western or just this or just that. 
Um, if you pull up your destiny matrix chart, you will see a lot of your Vedic chart there. Um, you will see like everything there pretty much almost. And I wouldn't use it. I, it's definitely not something you want to like solely focus on it being the only truth. Um, because if, if you pull up your normal numerological chart, there could be missing links, right? Definitely could be missing links. Like for instance, um, I don't have a single six in destiny matrix however my destiny number in numerology within itself is six and i'm a venus dominant d9 chart um and i have venus on my ascendant um but i do have the empress and i have the empress not just like in one spot but it's also like kind of like my biggest mission is the empress so and yeah, you you will see like these kinds of things mirror themselves. Like for instance, I have the Empress. Um, that's like my biggest thing that's going on. Um, and then I have uh, what's it called? The fifty nine six gate in Human Design, which is about like um, it's kind of like the Divine Mother, right? Um, space. It's like the space of creation, and it's the it's like the womb and it's a uh, reproduction and reproductive energy, which is also mirrored in the fact that my most dominant planet in D9 uh, is Venus in Barani, which is literally uh, the Yoni and reproduction and birth and um, female Shakti energy. So when you have Barani and you have the 596 gate, you have a very strong Shakti feminine, divine feminine energy. Um, and you might not even realize that you have it. <laughs> and in a world where female energy hasn't really been uh, embraced as much as like everyone wants to say that women are not feminine enough. Um, I grew up being made fun of for being feminine. I literally was laughed at for walking like a girl. And, uh, last, last I checked, last I checked, I'm, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. I do not have a penis, you know, I, I think, I think I don't. So, I mean, time will tell. Time can only tell. It's a construct. I might have one sometime. I don't really know. <sighs> I have to pray about it. I do want to talk about my main number, um, I've been meaning to, and I've been just feeling drawn to. Just keep saying 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, talk about 10, talk about 10, talk about 10. That is my core number in Destiny Matrix, which is the Wheel of Fortune. And the core number is the, the, the number of like you all together, deep within, on a whole, is that middle center number in your Destiny Matrix chart. You can generate your chart for free, and there's a lot of content on TikTok, but there's um, a decent amount on YouTube if you look it up uh, to, to like, you can also get your charts professionally read. Um, I haven't done that yet. I've just been slowly digging into it and exploring it on my own time by myself. And um, something with time is like really important. And like this, this totally explains why I always say like have faith have trust just kick up your feet trust God like float down the river you don't have to do shit lift your hands off the wheel and give it to Jesus because I have a ton and that's like basically 
what it's about when you you when you realize like the positive motion of your 10 energy it's that it's complete your life and everything is completely faded and it's to teach you to have fate and faith a sense of fate and a sense of faith which is one you know hand in hand it's like okay well one is the other and the other is the other and um yeah (laughs) the more you kind of just like realize you know that no matter what happens in your life it's meant to be there for you the more positive that 10 energy that wheel of fortune is operating and um you know the the less you try to control things which is also very much reminiscent of the 59 um gate not just the 59 six channel but just the 59 gate within itself um, it's like, don't try to finagle and finesse anything. Like you just, you know, like hands off the wheel, like just trust, just be yourself. Just stop worrying, stop trying to finagle and finesse anything to work or to fit. Just be in the flow, be in the motion, trust your intuition, trust your instincts, and just let yourself move without thinking too much. It's a very instinctual primal area, you know, that that's like, I that's, you know, the what's it called (laughs) the tribal I think it's a tribal gate yeah so it's a very instinctual tribal space like uh, a primitive space where it's teaching you to trust your instincts and trust your intuition uh, and to not try to like um analyze your your way through life but to kind of just feel your way through life and to trust your way through life um, and trust your instincts through life. A ton in general, though, outside of that is um, knowing that no matter what happens, it's exactly the way it was supposed to happen and then nothing ever happens in vain. You know, just all the stuff that you guys hear me talk about all the freaking time, like, also, like, Wheel of Fortune is, like, you know, just sprinkles and stardust and, and bringing magical, um, you know, blissful experiences to people and loving being able to do that. It's, like, you know, that sense of whimsy, wanting to, it's, like, you know, buddy the elf. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you have a ten in your core, there's an essence to you that you're, like, yeah, I'm buddy the elf. I'm literally buddy the, buddy the elf. I literally feel like the you know the princess from enchanted where she like shows up in new york and she's like you know everyone's like who the fuck is that (laughs) who's who's princess sprinkle puffs like what is she doing here um who is gonna give her the memo uh (laughs) how many times have you been called naive tens how many call how many times oh how many times have you been called delusional tens um, this is also reminding me of Rohini and Rohini is related to, uh, that movie, um, Enchanted. What was it called? Is it Ella Enchanted or is it just Enchanted? I can't remember. It's also related to Alice in Wonderland, Rohini, and, um, just a lot of, yeah, Claire Nocti did a video on Rohini. Um, I'm really grateful that I have Rohini placements because it literally, literally gives you uh, just a sense of like bliss. And, and, you know, just in that ton would reminisce with it because it's, you know, the wheel of fortune. Um, And in human design, 
you might have, you might not necessarily, but you might have the cross of Eden. Um, if you have Rohini and Murgashira in your chart, then you probably have the cross of Eden because that's like, uh, cross of Eden is like Murgashira where, you know, it moves from Rohini into Murgashira, like Eve leaves the garden. It's more like Black Moon Lilith, you know, like she refuses to play along and like goes her own way. Which, in this case, you know, because I have a ton, it's not it's not me trying to control every aspect of my life. It's me rebelling against society and the world around me and everything that's been going on, for instance, since 2020 especially. And, um, you know, just that Murgashira gives you that strength to rebel. It gives you that really, like... You've you've been through things in your life that taught you to rebel. You've been through things in in life where you know you can't always trust people that you're supposed to trust. You know, like you learn to um, become very independent and to rebel when it's necessary and where it's necessary. With Murgashira Nakshatra and Vedic astrology, um, but you guys can see more of that and learn lean into more of that if you're interested. Um, in Claire Nocti's video about Rohini, she talks about that journey from Rohini to Murgashira. It's like the next step over, um, you know, from coquette that's like sheltered and like just doesn't really know what to like having to break out of that because fighting dissatisfaction within that maybe something it starts, to, you know, heaven starts to become dark. Eden starts to become dark and Eve has to run away, you know, that kind of thing. Not necessarily the exact story, you know, but you know what I mean? Um, it's along those lines. So this could also show up when you have yourself known in the fourth house. Um, and, you know, later on in life, you're meant to be pushed out of the nest far, far away. And you'd never really find satisfaction within your own personal family. But you end up finding and creating your own family for yourself later on in life. Um, that's one of those things, too, uh, that can show up with that. Not necessarily just because you have Rohini or anything like that or Murgashira or anything like that, you know? But yeah, I highly recommend Dusty Matrix. Um, if it interests you, if it's sparking you, if it sounds good to you, um, it's just another divination tool that can help you understand so much more and have fun exploring esoteric knowledge that can really benefit you on a whole as a human being in life, you know? And as much as, like, esoteric knowledge is important, everyday Joe knowledge is also extremely important you need to have both to have true wisdom in life and um you know just like as much as I love learning all these things I also love learning about human interest things like learning about people and people and like um situations that people are going through like listening to difficult stories and true crime and you know learning about all these things that happen in people's lives really helps you kind of decipher what is true and what is false at the end of the day. Because you can sit there on a mountain and philosophize all you want, but really, like, what is actually happening? How how do things actually work? What actually happens in people's lives? Like, you know, like, we can... The further away you get from that, the more you can, like, pretend something's real and it's not actually real. And it and, and within itself, it becomes toxic cause, because Jupiter needs the depositor in Mercury for it to be healthy. It, it needs Mercury. You can't just be up in the ninth house and 
being like, fuck you, third house, because that's a recipe for disaster and psychosis and just being like completely ungrounded and even neurotic, um, you know, just like the 12th house needs the sixth house because you go to the 12th house to heal and you can't heal without the sixth house. And you can't really recover without the 12th house when you're trying to heal in the 6th house. You know, it's like you can't gain knowledge um, in the ninth house without actually learning, which is the 3rd house. You know, you can make it... The ninth house is like creating a hypothesis. And the 3rd house is like, okay, let's put this hypothesis to test. And if you're not putting it to test, then you can create a whole bunch of crazy assumptions and beliefs and philosophies that are not helpful at all, but toxic and unhelpful, the exact opposite of helpful. And that happens a lot in today's world because everybody's a guru. And whatever sounds good just takes takes float. And a lot of times people will just make a reel or whatever just to say it because they know it's a popular thing for people to believe and they'll, you know, get attention and they'll get likes. You know, it's it's a very, like, romantic, exciting thing to believe in. So there, you know, people, it lights a fire and, and it goes far, but it's not actually true, you know? And um, so, yeah, at the end of the day, you need to explore what's true for you, um, you know, and allow yourself the time and the space and the grace to kind of, you know, try things out, explore things not necessarily have to have something to be right for you to be okay. At the end of the day, the most important thing, the most truest thing is your connection with God and, um, you know, honing in on that and honing in on your intuition and honing in on your, you know, well-being and doing the things that bring you to life, that help you feel good, that help you be your best self. And then everything else kind of just falls into place, especially when you're taking time to learn and explore. Because the more you explore, the more you know. Explore no more. No more. K-N-O. W. You know? So. (laughs) That's all I have for you guys today. I'm going to come back with a new episode very soon. I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'll be back because I missed you guys and I'm out of my hiatus. You know, I'm a Leo rising and we were going through 12th house stuff and, and then, then like crazy Mercury retrograde stuff, like the most intense Mercury retrograde. I think most of us have ever experienced shadow and in between. So, I mean, yeah, broken car, broken computer, friggin' The today the fan in our kitchen fell onto the stove and my kitchen was like out of order all day long and I'm on my period so it really fucking sucked (laughs) like I'm like can I please I just need to hydrate (laughs) I just need to eat something (laughs) but it was not like my worst day of my period I'm like closing out thank god anyway (laughs) tm hi You're not alone if you've had a crazy Mercury retrograde and it's going to be over soon and everything's going to be okay. Practice some journaling, practice some mindfulness. You've got this. What are the things that help you feel, feel your best? Keep doing them. Sometimes, you know, you're just in a little bit of a rut, but you just got to keep going and yeah, be open to exploring some things that might help you in addition to what you're used to or switching things up. Maybe, you know, 
And I'm feeling like for some of you, switching things up is the answer. Having a little bit of like a fresh, a refresh, something new, something exciting. Um, you know, the North Node is in Aries, and Aries is a lot like Gemini, where it, it likes to have new things, fun new things, playful things, uh, inner child work. You know, this is like really a time where you can really have a good time and reconnect with your inner child and play and allow yourself to like actually have fun like when was the last time you had fun and in a fun fun doesn't have to be you know doing something that is not maybe not the best for you maybe you have you know a drinking problem um you know a lot of people that are on spiritual journeys at this point in their lives have gone through crap that's why they're here I used to have a drinking problem, you know, and like problems with smoking and stuff. And eventually, you know, um, I miraculously was able to let that go. But I realized not everybody can. However, it doesn't mean you can't. And you can have fun in other ways, too. Right. We all know that. But it's just a reminder, like it's not you're not stupid. You're not a loser. You're not lame for finding fun and things that are, you know, um, wholesome. I think the more you lean into things that are wholesome and then help you feel wholesome, the more you're going to feel whole and healthy and not like trying to be somebody and trying to, you know, prove a point or whatever the case may be, but just like true joy and happiness comes from wholesomeness, you know? That means you don't give a shit what's cool. You just like things because they make you happy. It's like dopamine dressing and dopamine decorating. You know, that's been going on. It's like a trend now. And that's that's wholesomeness. Dopamine dressing and dopamine decorating is wholesomeness. You're not like worried about what's popular and like what's cool and trendy. But you're you surround yourself and enjoy things that you enjoy without worrying about what that is. Like whether it's cool or not. You know what I mean? So yeah, anyway, I said I was going to leave and then I just stayed, <laughs> but this time I'm really leaving. This time I'm really leaving you. It's over. I'll see you guys soon. It's not over. I love you.